0: Hi guys, and welcome to episode 10 of the Irish Tennis Updates podcast. My name is Adam, your host. I hope you're all keeping well. At the moment, I'm looking to release a new episode every single week. And this week, I think I've got a really good one. I'm chatting to Paul Fitzgerald. From a young age, Paul has been on a super tennis journey. From making his Munster debut, aged 15, to winning the treble at Fitz, under 18, to winning national NCAA titles while in college, to playing Bundesliga Tennis in Germany. He tells me about all this, as well as his opinions on Irish tennis at the moment, um, why he is into coaching at the moment and how he feels about that. And also he tells some great stories along the way. This episode's a little longer than usual, but I think it's really interesting and entertaining, and I hope you'll agree. Let's get into it. All right, so Paul, if you could have one superpower, wh- what would you choose and why?
1: Um, it would have to be uh, teleportation um, oh, yeah? I, um, I, I hate flying. I absolutely hate flying and when I was a kid, uh, even when the senior player playing tournaments abroad, German leagues, all that kind of stuff, uh, I hated flying and uh, that would be the thing that I would I would uh, do the most. Um, you know uh, it's it's just I don't know what it is I, I get on a plane I, 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 the, the hands get a little bit sweaty. <laughs> won't like the takeoff, that's the one thing that I don't like. Um yeah. but um everything else, yeah, it would have to be teleportation just to get and it just makes life easier as well to get from one place to the other without yeah. um trains, you know. So um uh, yeah it would definitely be teleportation. Definitely yeah.
0: I was actually thinking about it myself earlier what I'd say and I I I'd go ahead of teleportation as well. Um, you know, even just I have some family over in, in the States, you know, pop over there for an afternoon, you know, just a visit and whatever, you yeah. know, it's I think it'd be Oh uh, yeah, that's on the same there teleportation, big time
1: Yeah, like, uh, and again, like even um even playing you know uh college tennis and stuff like that. Like I'll never forget a, um, a situation where we went uh, nearly, I think it was eight hours to Texas in a minivan with uh <laughs> with nine people, and you know that that's the kind of thing that you you're kind of really appreciating if you had that kind of superpower So definitely yeah. teleportation, hundred percent.
0: Yeah, that's a good answer. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. So I guess just talk for a few minutes about um kind of COVID nineteen, the current situation. So how are you, uh, coping at home? How are you kind of, are you doing anything to keep tennis in your life a little bit, or how are you just coping overall? Yeah. Um. Again,
1: what I'm what I'm doing currently at the moment is I'm trying to get myself into a good routine. Um. It's very easy to drop out of a a routine. You know, going to bed late, waking up late. Yeah. Uh, so I'm getting myself up uh, early in the morning. Uh, go for a run. Um, have some breakfast, uh, do some chores around the house. Then uh, we, we have a three-year-old, so we're trying to yeah. keep her as active as possible. And yeah. um, we, we take her out. I do some ball sense exercises with her, uh, play with her, do some puzzles, uh, go for my second one. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just getting yourself into a good routine because we don't know how long this is gonna go on for. Um, it could go on for longer, go on for shorter. But when we do get back, it would be nice to get yourself into a good routine and get back into the regime straight away, you know. So, and it's also good for the frame of mind, um, you know, especially with what we're doing right now. If you're lounging around the house, you know, it it does it does become a, a tough tough mentally as well, you know. So, yeah. um, getting yourself into a good routine, puzzles. That's that's a new 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 little thing that I'm doing at okay. the moment. Baking. I never thought I'd start baking, but. Um, Cheesecakes. I'm I'm starting to make a lot of cakes at the moment now, so I'm, I'm watching a lot of uh, Celebrity Bake Off, and it's it's <laughs> a lot of fun. So uh, yeah, a lot of baking at the moment as well. So it's um it's very good, very very good.
0: So. It's it's a good habit because you end up with with a nice cheesecake to eat as well. So
1: yeah. I tell you something, or cheesecake. You can't go wrong. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah. so how long do you see do you uh envisage it being till we get back to some professional tennis and how do you think it might look when we finally do um
1: it, it does it does have to you know go with the other countries as well yeah. um i think it's it, you know it's easy for us to say ah yeah look we'll we'll be back in this certain day we have to wait for the other countries to kind of be on the same wavelength as us and yeah. um hopefully um, you know wimbledon you know not going this year french open pu- uh, pushed towards the autumn time um i think i think we could be looking at september um you know starting off again um and look it's it's a good it's a good time to reflect from coaches to players um, you're back in preseason get yourself back into that yeah. again and it's all about get yourself into routines write down some new ideas um, you know pre-plan and you know have yourself prepared as much as you can and I guarantee you, your clients and your players will will really appreciate what you're doing at the end of the day preparing them as best as they can you know
0: so, yeah, so how much kind of contact are you making with uh, players of yours like these days to, to keep in touch
1: again what I'm doing is, is that I'm trying to WhatsApp to the parents um especially with the juniors um, so I text the parents just to ask, see what they're doing. And small things like uh, skipping. I, I, you know, uh, most of my players, I like to keep them as active as possible. Um, I'm, I'm a passionate person about uh, footwork. I think footwork is a big, big thing at the end of the day. So there's a lot of plyometrics, uh, a lot of footwork exercises that I, that I would send them. And um, just mentally, how are they getting on? What's their routine like at the moment? You know, are, 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 are they acting professional? I think that's quite important as well. Um, you know, it's hard to go now seven days a week without any tennis, but you can still be a professional for six days of those weeks, you know. So again, it's it's about getting yourself into a good routine and by the time you come back out, you're feeling really confident. You don't know what the other players are doing around the country, um, but you can only take care of yourself at the end of the day. So when you're coming out of this going, Well, I haven't played any tennis, neither has anyone else. Yeah. So I'm physically active. I'm going to be more confident. I'm going to have that step. I'm going to have that edge uh, against my opponents. So that's what I'm kind of telling them at the moment. You know?
0: Yeah, I think that's what makes this so unique. That you know, you might have an injury layoff here or there when you're you're out of the game for you know a month or whatever. But it's yeah. it's, it's literally everyone. You know, everyone is is not playable to play. And um, you know, it's just it's going to be everyone's coming back into it, and it's going to be so interesting to see. You know, on a professional level, and then also just yeah. a domestic level, how people are going to get back into it. It's unheard of.
1: Like, I mean, and no one has ever been in this situation before in our time. Yeah. And um I think that, you know, there's two ways you can come out of this. Uh one, you can feel sorry for yourself. Um, you know, lounging around, um, you know, eating all around you yeah. and coming on the court and you know, no one's gonna feel sorry for you. Or you can take that other approach, you know, you know, get up in the morning, <laughs> do your training, act professional and I guarantee it, it will pay off down the line you know to what you're trying to achieve at the end of the day but it's what you put in is what you're going to get out so this is a time for them to to start pre training again i personally think that the you know the, the the much as much as they can you know get on get on your plyometrics get on your footwork you'll come out you'll be faster stronger fitter you know that's what you want to be doing at the end of the day i always look at someone like even david ferrer you know like yeah. you don't you look at him and you wouldn't say he's the most technically gifted uh, amongst the others. He is physically inept. He, he, you know, Mm -hmm. I I love watching his style of play. He'll hunt down every ball. And he's the kind of character that I would like my players to be in the future. And, you know, to have that mentality. If you had David Frere back as a junior again, he'd be, he'd be all over the place. He'd be running 10 miles down the road back again. So, that's the kind of that's the kind of person that I look up to at the end of the day. So
0: yeah, yeah. I think if you look at him, he absolutely you know maximized what he has. You know, he just he had he took what he had and he abs- I mean, he got to like something like four in the world. You know, just in, insane. Five. Five. Yeah. Five. yeah, yeah. Like it absolutely maximized what he had.
1: Big time, big time. He was just a wall, an absolute wall. Yeah. Um, you know, he 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 knew his gift, he knew his strength, and he utilized it as much as he could. And he's a physical physical presence on the court. So, you know, credit to him, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, so I want to go back a bit to your kind of story in tennis and how maybe it, well, first of all, how it kind of started for you. So how did you get into tennis? Um, Kind of how and where did did all that start for you?
1: Um, Okay. Um, Seven years old. um, My mum and dad moved back to Ireland. Um, They're both Irish. Um, And we moved uh, into uh, Cork and um, that's where they were from and uh, started in school uh, through the parks tennis program or yeah. yeah. and uh, once I picked up the racket I was like what's going on here this is unbelievable this is unbelievable and we were indoors all the time because it was raining the whole time we had a very small hall in our in our school and um, my first coach um, and I mean my coach now was a proper hippie. He was, he was the hippie of hippies, man, but he was awesome. He was absolutely awesome. And I, I just connected with him so well. And you know, they saw, they saw something in me and, um, they, they promoted me as much as I could, you know, financially, my mom and dad didn't have the finances to do it. Um, so parks tennis were brilliant to me and, um, they funded me as much as they could. And I, I'm, I'm hoping to this day that I delivered for them, you know, being number one in the country under 18, 16s, 14s, um, you know, getting fits titles, getting ITF titles, uh, playing for my country, playing. For monster, um, you know, I, I started because of them and they pushed that. And you know, I used to hit every morning, um, off our council wall with a council wall, and um, you know, I used to wake everyone up, uh, get you <laughs> around the place at seven in the morning, but that's what you had to do, you know, and um. Uh, I just took advantage of everything that was that was um, that was that was thrown at me. I never said no to anything, um, and uh, you know I got a scholarship to uh, presentation brothers college. Uh, you know, famous famous sports players came out of that: um, uh, Ron Nogar, uh, Peter Stringer, um, you know, um, Simon Zebo. Um, you know the, the list goes on, and um, you know I, I just wanted to make an impact in 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 um, in that school, and um, I think I did. I think I I, I done well for them. Uh, we won the the Monster Schools Tennis six years in a row. Um, it was a great <laughs> school. yeah, not bad. We had, we had some stiff competition, but again, it was a team thing. Um, and um, yeah, so you know I I just any time that. Anytime that I had the opportunity to do something, I did it. And I used to walk a lot. I mean, you know, from finances, we like I said, my background doesn't have, you know, the finances that other players did. Um, you know, I used to walk down to Sunday as well. You probably know Sunday well mm-hmm. down in Cork. Yeah. Um, and that used to be nearly, I'd say, a four-mile, five-mile kind of walk, uh, up and back, you know, going up in the north side of Cork with tennis rackets and a white T-shirt you're asking for trouble. Do you know what I mean? So, um, you, you had to do a bit of running at the same time. But um, no, it was it was a, it was a great junior and senior experience that I've had. And then I went off to play um in college tennis. Um, so I played in Abac, which was a junior college. Uh, I wouldn't say it was the most academic. I'll I'll put that. Out. Um, but again, I took advantage. I, I didn't want to stop at 18. And this is something that I, I, would, I would recommend people hearing. And I was listening to your podcast with Mark Finnegan. Fantastic yeah. podcast, by the way. Really, really. <laughs> and I highly recommend it. And I think it's one of those things that people don't recognize. You know, they might look at their ranking over here in this country, but realize that, going, you know what, I'm number 10 in the country. I'm not going to get a scholarship. There is scholarships and there is all all different types of scholarships for all different, um, you know, uh, leagues and campaigns over there. And I think it's one of those things that Mark is now starting to make sure people are recognising that. So um, I went through the junior college department um, and uh, I played two years at ABAC. Um, and I was the number one player in the nation in junior college. Um, okay. with which was awesome, which was a lot of fun. Um, but I knew there was bigger fish to fry. Uh, and uh, I had multiple uh, choices then. Uh, there was people from Kansas State to, to, to Georgia State uh, uh, University looking for me. But I knew where I wanted to go because I knew what I wanted to do when I got over there. There were two things. Get a degree. Get that damn ring. And I wanted that ring. It's, it's it's one of those things that, you know, when you get over there and it's uh, people don't know about, you know, when, when you win a national title, um, you know, you get one of those famous rings, one of those NFL rings. And um, I just wanted to, to be a part of that, be a part of something that no other male Irish tennis player has done. I know Claire Curran, um, you know, from, from the north, uh, is the first Irish lady. To, to get a national title NCAA yeah. in any positions and um, it's a phenomenal achievement it is hard and it, you know I always look at it this day that I was only a part of that team you know to to accomplish what we had to do in 2009 and um, we were in Miami you know the, the the stage was set 400 people watching I was bricking it my coach came up to me he's like Fitzgerald what's wrong with you And I goes, I'm nervous. I I don't know what to do. I'm I'm freaking out. I goes, I'm going to maybe get one of these rings. And he was like, don't worry, Fitzgerald. We have this. He was so confident. He is now um, uh, the the head tennis coach for uh, North Carolina State, Simon Earnshaw. And he was remarkable i I can't say enough for the guy at all and um alan kramer was um the the head coach for uh, junior college as well he was so uplifting so positive they made impacts on my career as as a coach to this day you know their attitude their behavior to me has helped me and um yeah we were fortunate enough to come out 2009 miami played barry university And came down to uh, Raffaello Ray against, I think it was Tim Verschel from Germany. And it was a clincher uh, for all. And it came down to that match and Rafa pulled it out. You know, gotta love the Raffas. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, we won the national title in uh, 2009. And we just, you know, it was just an experience that I really feel that everyone needs to try. Um, And I think that when you're 18, it's not goodbye best of luck to your future endeavors as a coach it should be let's get you a four-year plan let's get you a four-year plan let's get you a four-year direction to go somewhere else and that's what it's all about with me is that like I love that kind of attitude that Mark Finnegan is bringing that even John McGahan brings on a daily basis he brings that team ethic team attitude Stephen Nugent, Kian Blake the list goes on You know, these guys are trying to deliver this as much as they can to Ireland and they're doing a great job, you know. So, um, yeah, um, and uh, currently um, coaching um, in Cork, uh, doing Munster squads, doing uh, a couple of clubs down here, Mitchellstown Kinsale Tennis Club, uh, Carrigaline Tennis Club, and uh, I work in Photo Hub, um, which is is a part of the Munster branch. So, um, doing well. Doing very well, so I'm uh, I'm happy with, uh, with what's been going on. Um, I'd like to do more. Um, but you know, once we get once we get out of this pandemic, um, yeah. we can we can start getting into that again. You know.
0: Yeah, so. um, yeah, I want to take you back to uh, for a minute. You mentioned there uh, a few minutes ago about playing for your province. Um, and I know I think you, you got that quite early. Was it around fifteen? Was it you got to play? Jeez, a yeah, a
1: senior senior cap senior cap. I got fifteen.
0: Yeah. Jeez. So how how was that?
1: Oh, it was unbelievable! It was, it was, it was amazing. And um, there was, um, there was so many players that I was looking up to at the time. When, you know, the Dave O'Connell's uh, from from Dublin. Um, it, it was just, it was amazing to watch. Uh, you know, I think uh, uh, Emma Murphy was there at the time. I was a massive uh, uh, watcher from her as well. I think uh, Gina Nyland was playing at the time as well. Um, it was just brilliant, and um, you know, I love playing for Munster. I love playing for Ireland, but I love playing for Munster. And I yeah. think that, you know, that's something that's something that we need to start embracing on a little bit more. I think, um, I think we need to start some rivalries. and need the passion, we need that attitude. going what well, we do, like you see it in you see it in the rugby, you know, yeah. why yeah. why can't we have that same attitude towards tennis? Um, if you ever come to an Interpros um, that's something that I'm passionate about, I think bragging rights is so important and I think that it sets the tone and I think Leinster went about their business the right way last year setting the tone for the other provinces to step up or ship out and I love that attitude and that's what we need, that's the kind of thing saying we're the best and that's what I like because then you get to tell your players go, go do something about it, if you don't then they're right It's as simple as that It's like an FA Cup final You want to make sure You're going home With that trophy Second place I don't do second place I don't like it Don't like the world I hate it I don't like semi-finals Never been there I like winning things It's as simple as that And I think that If you're in this type of um, You know Level it's 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 not about the the game cuz i love the game and i'm all about the sportsmanship but again if you're at that level i want to compete i want to i want to make sure i have the best players around me and when i was 15 i got to see that i got to see leinster walking away with the title with 12 points to spare it, they were that good they were that okay. good and i looked at that and i was like we were coming third at the time in, in senior and you know, sitting down with the guys um, you know, at the dinner and they're going, "Geez, we've we, we done well. And I'm looking at them going, what? What are you talking about? What? Absolutely unacceptable. And I, I, I made sure that I set the pathway for um, the, the, the youngsters coming in. Because again, when I was 15, I was looking up to them, seeing them going, they're happy with third place. So I wanted to make sure in 10 years follows, I wanted to make sure that these guys look at me and go, I don't do third place. We don't do second place. We compete with the best. And the best has always been Leinster. And we have to make sure there's a rivalry. Otherwise, it's pointless having an interprose. It's pointless having these things. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I, think the, I think with the rugby, you don't see that. You see people competing as much as they can. And I know we, I know we don't push but we are pushing now. We are we are promoting. Last year was unbelievable. Like for me as a for me as a captain, non-playing captain, um, watching it going down the, the 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 way Monkstown they were brilliant. Represented the the, the whole tournament so well, so professional. Ball yeah. boys, ball girls, really making an impact, bringing out the the numbers, getting the crowd uh, behind every match. Love that. Why can't we do that on a regular basis? That's the question. So we need to start pushing, we need to start driving because that will create memories for players in years to come. That's what it's all about.
0: Yeah, so how, I guess, related to that, how do you see Irish tennis at the moment? Do you see, you know, in terms of within Ireland and also how do you see Irish uh, tennis kind of abroad as well?
1: Well, you're you're seeing a lot. You're seeing a lot of the players now. Um, you know, going abroad, playing pro tournaments, and that's a plus. That's an absolute plus straight away. And I think that's fantastic to see. Uh, Peter Bothwell, Oscar, Julian Bradley, Simon Carr. Um the, the list goes on, even the yeah. juniors coming in Amar, they're doing unbelievable. And I love seeing that. And I think that we should start pushing them and promoting them more because these guys are forking money out of their own pocket. You know, it's very hard. Like if I'm a sponsor and you go on the tour and there's a, a Gaelic football team down the road, and I have two choices between sponsoring you as an individual or yeah. the team across the road. You get injured. That's my money gone. One of them gets injured. They're replaceable. You can replace that with a substitute. and You're back on the pitch again and they're tuning in as much as you can. So these guys, full-time on tour, absolute full admiration, full appreciation. And they're fighting, fighting as much as they can and doing the best they can. And You can only salute them. And it is a progression. There are positives that are happening within Tennis Ireland, around the clubs, around domestically. There are players... That I feel that need to be pushed, but again it's it's about you know w- w- with juniors especially it's it's um you know not every player is going to be a singles player i I honestly yeah. feel that we have top doubles players, and I think that maybe it's an option for uh, coaches to sit down with their players and say, do you know what you you mightn't make it as a singles player, and you have to be a little bit honest with them sometimes, but maybe you could say. You might make it as a doubles player. Look at someone like James Clusky, David O'Hare. Yeah. You know, they, they looked at the bigger picture and they got themselves out there. They did a fantastic job as Irish, um, Irish pros, full time on the tour. They did an unbelievable job, yeah. and that's the kind of thing that I think is that we don't utilise what we have. We play on one of the fastest courts in the world, West savannah courts, yeah. not 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 savannah, wet savannah, and. We go out and we perform to a high, high level with doubles. I have, I have a lot of players that I looked in in the past, and, and even to this day, there's a lot of players that I look at. Uh, Mark Carpenter, Morgan Dunn, unbelievable doubles players. You know, for me, I, I, they, they were my admiration growing up. I, I was just in awe watching these guys. Uh, Colin O'Brien, he was, he was and I'm going to have to be honest, he was the guy I always looked up to because he was a lefty like myself. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, this guy, man, this guy. He could play both. He was that good. Um, and it's something that we don't promote enough. And I think that we should start coaching doubles more with the juniors. Um, it's something that I'm trying to um, uh, utilize um, at the moment with my monster squads um, and it's something that we should embrace on a little bit more and um, take into consideration the ITF and Carrigaline. line. Uh, Connor Gannon walked the doubles final, completely walked, unbelievable, unbelievable. So again, these are the kind of things that we need to be looking at at the end of the day and again, they can play both, but what I'm saying is that we have an opportunity and obligation because we play. Like you take, uh, for instance, Sweden. Sweden have um, top doubles players. I always look at that country because they play indoor the whole time, fast indoor courts, serving yeah. volley, serving, serving volley. So again, it's something that people need to be grasping, and especially for um, even the Fed Cup and the Davis Cup, doubles, doubles, doubles. These doubles points are so important at the end of the day. So again, yeah. it, it's something that we need to be pushing. So, and. I do, like again, I, I keep looking at the, the results and stuff like that. I always see our pro players doing so well in doubles, so well in yeah. doubles,
0: you yeah. know? So, yeah, yeah, you have like Julian, uh, Peter, you know, guys that are doing that are winning titles and doubles, uh, far more than they are at the currently at least in, in singles for sure. Absolutely. Uh, take your man um, uh,
1: Salisbury, Joe Salisbury. Yeah Joe Sal- Yeah. He was uh, if I'm not mistaken, he was he was David O'Hare's um he was David O'Hare's double partner. He was um, yeah, yeah. and, and look at him now, he's just won a grand slam. Yeah like how, how incredible is that? Do you know, but he's he's looked at that. He's looked at that and he's weighed up the options. He's looked at it and said, Do you know what? I'm not gonna make it as a singles player. But I have a very good opportunity and a financial opportunity to make it as a doubles player. He mightn't get the same numbers, he mightn't get the same uh, money, but he is pushing himself to be a top Great Britain player. That's yeah. what you have to do at the end of the day. You have yeah. to be honest with yourself as well. And you know, if you're 25, 26, am I going to make something happen? Because there's 17, 18-year-olds in Russia, Argentina, France who are making a name from themselves already.
0: Yeah,
1: you have to look at. You know.
0: What else uh, do you think we could do in Ireland to, to push tennis a little bit more? Do you see anything else that we could do? I think, um, I think tennis
1: Ireland are going about things the, the correct way, the right way. Um, they're, they're, they're trying to branch out to the other provinces, not just have it in Dublin the whole time, yeah. which is very good. And I think they are doing a great job. I and mean, you have to hold your hands up and say, you know, they're trying things. They are trying things. And that's what it's all about. You are going to make mistakes before something becomes perfect do you know and and that's what it's all about I think um, I think uh, maybe with the Davis Cup Fed Cup um, maybe maybe some um, you know practice matches beforehand uh, you know yeah. get get collective top players around the country get them together have a practice match sell it out as an exhibition towards clubs maybe do it in small clubs some larger people come out start promoting tennis about the, about the right way Um uh what, what else I suppose um, with the Interpros when you win it do you just lock away the trophy for, for the year or do you go around to the clubs and explain to the juniors how important it is to have you know the, the trophy in Leinster or you know small things like yeah. that and bring yeah. a couple of the players. They're kind of things that, that, that could happen as well. Um, indoor courts. We yeah. need indoor <laughs> courts so if there's anyone if there's any if there's any if there's any people looking at this right now, I would love if you can get an indoor court. Down in Cork, that would be absolutely great.
0: Yeah. Um Am I correct in saying we, that there, there's zero in in Munster? Is that right? Is it? Um,
1: zero. Now there is a um, a private owner in I think Tipperary, but there's zero. There's absolutely yeah. zero. So, yeah. Um, it's it's we've had it. We and you you can see it for yourself. We've had a hard winter. We've had a very very hard winter, and um, it's been rough. I've never seen because I play for Nace, um, and I and I play winter league for Nace, and um. I've never seen a winter like this. Um, you know, uh, match matches being postponed.
0: Yeah, that's a um yeah.
1: that that unheard of. And uh, you know, it just seems like every winter it's getting worse and worse and worse. That's the reason why we need these facilities, especially with our field of sport. If we're going to act like a top sport in this country, we need to make sure we're we're getting the facilities to back it up. You know, and again, we're the only province without um without indoors and it's just it's we're really finding it tough you know so especially even from a coach's perspective you're probably losing one one third of your earnings you know uh, through the year and that's that's being honest you know
0: yeah um I want to go back to to you for a minute and kind of your story so what was the highlight of your of of tennis for you before you went to college -college? pre-college before I went to college hmm um there's so many
1: <laughs> there's so many i ah, don't know um uh, i suppose um winning fits under 18 uh doing the treble there that was pretty cool um i like that um back-to-back ITS, uh one in dublin and one in cork um that was that was pretty awesome as well um again it's you know, I, 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 it's funny enough that that you say, you know, what what way do I look at it? There, there was a moment, and it's it actually coming back to the interpros, and um, you know, it was under-18, and there was a guy, Paul Foley, and he was just chomping at the bit the whole time, chomping at the bit all year. He was just, he was asking me the questions, and you know, he, it was, it was a big, big point for Leinster and Munster, and I lost it. I lost that point, and I was absolutely gutted. But then I got my revenge. I got my revenge in Fitz okay. in the semi-final against them, and it was a cracking game that we had. And that's that's something that always um, lives 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 in my head. And um, that that one match against him, it was brilliant. Um, but yeah, um, that 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 would be it. Semi-final, Paul Foley, Fitzwilliam under-18. Um, that 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 year under-18, that was that was a phenomenal year for me. Um, I had some really really good uh, moments with that and. You know, I was uh, I, I was I was lucky enough to 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 play four nations. I think um, that's something that anyone should be proud of. Uh, 18 playing for the senior team, uh, it was unbelievable. Um, I got to yeah. play with Barry King. Um, that was that was that was brilliant. Um, absolutely awesome. Um, and uh, just. You know, when you get to play for your country and your province, it's one of the most proudest things that you could ever do. And um, I'm always proud. I'm always proud to represent my province and represent my country. But, yeah, semi-finals, fits, under 18, Paul Foley, 7-6 and a third. There you go.
0: And, and you'll never forget it.
1: <laughs> never forget it. So, <laughs>
0: um, and, and then you went off to college. Um, so how, how was that experience over all those, those years you spent in the States? If Best. you sum it up.
1: Best four years of my career best four years okay. um it it was it was an amazing experience from the 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 standpoint going um you get over there and you don't have that regime of your parents organizing your your your, your coaching you know and they, they, in fairness they never did, but you know they they say all right, look half five you gotta go to training. this is you turn up to training and if you don't, you're getting sent back. On the 747 back to Dublin. Do you know that it was that kind yeah. of attitude? It's a job. It's a job when you when you're in when you're playing for college tennis. And that's that's what I love the most about it is that like you have to go out and perform uh, as much as you can because your livelihood is on the line. You're making you you know you've got to balance your social, you've got to balance your academics, you've got to balance um, your tennis. You they, they look at being a student athlete and a student comes first and that's very important for anyone who is traveling to the states to play college tennis make sure that you have a balance um with your academic your social and your tennis um again it it was it was an incredible experience because we don't get to play in many team events you know there's winter league summer league uh interpros that that's pretty much that's pretty much it right and Again, um, when you get over there, it's all team, all team in January period. But don't forget those people who are, you know, your team in January. They're not your team in September because it's individual team tournaments. Yeah. Uh, that's something to kind of uh, address the players as well as that. Um, you've got to make sure you perform and outshine them, and um, especially within that period because that will determine where you play this uh, position one and six. And that's very important for players. So it's um yeah. it's it's a guideline for them to make sure they understand that as well, you know. So, um, but unbelievable team experience. Talk about leaders. Like again, I'd have that Roy Keane mentality. Didn't want to lose. I Don't like lose. Yeah. And again, no one should have that. And um, it's one of those things that you know I I used to get everyone riled up before the game and stuff like that. And you know. They'd have the same, you know, it was just brilliant. The atmosphere was was, was electric. You know, you play your doubles first, pro sets first to eight. Oh, it was awesome. You didn't know what way it was going to go. Yeah. And That's another thing as well. You know, we, us as juniors going from Ireland to America, we think we know how to play doubles. We have no clue. We have no idea. Till you get over there, man, The I'll never forget it. The, it was the first two weeks. And I won fits. Don't forget that now. I won fits. Did the trouble. I I was walking over there like I was the man. I was... Nothing could touch me, right? Nothing could touch me. In singles, no problem. In doubles, coach calls me and he goes, Fitzgerald. He goes, how's it going? You can't play doubles. He goes, what? I goes, of course I can. He goes, meet me tomorrow, 3 (laughs) p.m. No problem. So, met him out there. He had a bench. A bench four yards away from the net bench so I was like what's he what's he doing here he had a trolley of balls on the other side by the service line yeah he goes Girl, you're gonna learn how to play doubles my friend Is that- okay all right let's do this let's see what's going on so I stood in in between the bench and the net and he fired all those balls at me until I was bruised and battered, I learned how to play doubles. I understood how to play doubles after that. It's simply put, it's, it's just, it's an experience. Um, but again, it's, it's something that, that always reigns in my head. But yeah, look, it's, it's something that everyone needs to try. And anyone yeah. can get some form of a scholarship. They just need to go out and pursue it. This is the reason why Mark Finnegan is doing the job that he's doing, because he's incredible at that job. And I would highly recommend anyone going about that.
0: Yeah. And um, you, you mentioned earlier uh, your two thousand nine when uh, your team went all the way to to the nationals. So would you say that that was um, the highlight of your four years, or would you have something else that that maybe st- uh, stays with you even better? That that from that from an experience
1: that from an experience winning the national title will always be the the proudest thing because again you know playing for your country, playing for your province. Um, but being the first Irish male to ever win a national title, I'm I'm so proud of that. And yeah. you know, I look I look at former players who were over there. And again, don't get me wrong. Is that like you know people are in Division One colleges competing at the best as they could. But my Division Two team would be a top thirty Division One team. They were that good. They were very mm. very, good. and that's something that needs to be addressed as well. The difference between Division One and Division Two you know a lot of people think oh division 2 is a lower grade there are top quality players who come from division 2 and that's something that people need to understand um but as far as my greatest achievement not, a, not it wouldn't be it wouldn't be the the the, the greatest achievement I was playing, I think it was in 2006, 2007. Uh, I was playing the the Junior College uh, National uh, Championships. Just won the semi-final of the JUCO, uh, which is the Junior College, and was in the final, um, in the semi-final of um, the doubles. So we were set down. We were 4-2 up. And the ball went over my partner's head. Now, we were playing in Fort Myers in Florida. I, you know why you're laughing already. You can see where I'm going with this. ball went over my partner's head straight away. And I just ran down the ball. But what I didn't see is the, the courts are, 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 are made different over there. They put light poles in between the courts. So they're in between the service line and the baseline, you know, in between the, the edges. So I run down the ball running 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 kept the eye on the ball the whole time I goes, Jay I got you bang completely knocked out ran right head first into that pole all matches had to stop all the junior college division 2 II, division 3 NAA all the matches had to stop I was knocked stone cold out I was completely out of it and um, I don't like again my partner said to me I got up apparently I threw a few swings because I thought I got punched and then I went right down back on the floor again. My teeth, yeah, got st- got stuck in the pole.
0: So oh, they were wow.
1: engra- they were engraved in the pole. So then I woke up. I woke up and um, my coach was over me. This is coach Alan Kramer. He's he's over me, holding my hand. I swear to this day, I thought he had a Bible in his hand. Right? <laughs> and I have to ask him about that still, but. He was over there going, "You okay?" And I goes, "I, I'm not clue where was. I was because where am yeah. I? What's going on?" And um, he said, "You're in the hospital." I goes, you "Took an accident." And he, I goes, "I can't feel my mouth. I, I, I don't know what's going on." And uh, <laughs> he goes, "You had a bit of an accident." So they showed me the mirror, and I wasn't really freaked out. I was kind of like, "I've no teeth. I've no, <laughs> I, I know. teeth. They were stuck in the pool. So he was like, "Look, we're going to have to, you know, forfeit the singles." I goes are you mad goes, absolutely mad and it was at four in the morning that night in the hospital so i talked to the nurse and goes come on i goes can you let me go out there and uh, she goes look i'm gonna have to give you really strong painkillers really strong painkillers and i goes yeah look g- give me whatever just want to play that bloody final so um took the painkillers um they were legal by the way and um I got escorted back in the ambulance, had the hospital dress on, rackets in hand, blood all over the hospital dress, walked out onto the court, man. And the the guy looked at me. The guy looked at me that that I was playing. The Spanish guy goes, you have got to be kidding me. Are you actually serious right now? And the heat was sweltering down that that day. My coach couldn't watch the match because he had the shakes. He was afraid to call my parents. Um, he was walking up and down the sideline, couldn't look. He was on the phone. I don't know who he was talking to. In fairness, my doubles partner took it very, very well. He was like, come on, man, you got this. And the crowd was unbelievable. Like, the, the, you know, watching that match, it was a three-hour match. I can't believe to this day I won it. I don't know how I won it. I was, I was in La La Land. I mean, the heat was coming down. I looked like, um, you know, Sabretooth you know it looked like something out of out of some sort of like horror show just fangs no no front <laughs> team and um yeah it just ended up uh, taking that down and um yeah look I, again there was a there was a lot of coaches but i remember one coach particularly um i think it was from tyler college he turned around to me he goes i will sell five of my players to just have you and uh, i just took that as a compliment but i again i was so out of it you know i was <laughs> Like I was just, what's going on here? So then that day I had to play the final four, which means that the champion from each um each league, which is junior college division two, II, division three, and NAIA, had to compete in a semifinal to a to to a final, um. And uh, unfortunately, I lost. I just ran out of steam. Ran out of steam. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was um, it was an unbelievable story. And I think uh, I think I'd say i I'd, I'd reckon my coach. Could probably say it better um but i that's what i remember <laughs> yeah
0: yeah yeah <laughs> he he, he, was, he was awake yeah, the whole time
1: but yeah he said he 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 took it he took it in 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 the category as if that's what an irish tennis player is i'm going to buy the the whole lot of them and you know, i i said to him at the start yeah i wanted to make an impact i didn't mean i wanted to make an impact <laughs> yeah. in yeah you know I mean? it was, just, it, was incre- it was incredible but at the same time its it's a life learning lesson that Uh, you know I would do anything to compete and um, that's something that, that that everyone needs to have when you're over there is that they demand that and if you have that you're going to have a fantastic four years nothing's going to come easy at the end of the day and you know if you're a competitor and you play at that high level you have got to be making sure that you believe in what you do and you're competitive and if you have those two accolades you're going to go far in college tennis
0: you mentioned lessons there. What would you say is the biggest lesson that you learned um, in, in college?
1: Um, uh, it's it's important to to play for the team and, and not yourself. I think that's quite important. Um, you know, we, we we grow up, we grow up in an individual sport in this country. And you know, to change the 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 whole dynamics when you get over there and they're going now you're on a team it's just mind blowing is that like you have no control of what they're doing on the court, but you can influence them while they're being on the court to get what I'm saying is that you yeah. can support them as much yeah, as you yeah. can. Yeah. And um, it, I just appreciated that more. So when I did play for Ireland, when I did play for Munster, it made me um, a, a better person, you know, and I use those accolades to this day, playing for Munster, captaining Munster, you know, these are things that we have to fully appreciate. So, if there was anything, the team ethic, understanding what team ethic is all about, and um, you know, it, it brought me a long way. Especially, you know, when I got back home, and you know, that you're back into the individual stuff again. Until I went to play in Germany and play in Bundesliga over there, you know, that's something that that you know that 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 they demand when you get over there. So it's it's just brilliant, you know. Yeah. So that was-
0: yeah, so, you graduate then from College of the States, and, and what happens then? You, you come back to Ireland, you, you mentioned Bundesliga, so you, you went to Germany. What, yeah. what, what, what happened then? Come, come back to Ireland again.
1: I love the States, but you know, there's no place like home. There's yeah. no place like home. It's a simply put, um, I love home, um, I love Ireland, and um, it, it, it's a great place. And uh, yeah, it's always raining, and that's something, but you, you know, when you're in Ireland, you know the people. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? You yeah. know, yeah they're just brilliant so uh you know you have to start looking for a job you have to start looking for a job straight away and you know nothing's going to be handed to you you have to go look for it as much as you can and once i got my hands into coaching that was it i i, I kind of felt like i was um i was i was going to uh, embrace and that you know and give back what i love doing to them you know yeah. um but with with the german league we played in baden liga and um it was it was brilliant so i played for um Boris Becker's tennis club uh, which okay. is a tennis, tennis Lyman. So that's originally where he's from, and they still have that wooden racket to this day. Oh. That, that he won with. its unbelievable. And you see the mom all the time. You see the sister all the time. It's incredible. Um, but just see kind of like those faces. You're like, oh my god. But you know, you're over there, and they've got a great system, a great setup, great finances, uh, great people, and a great level. great great level Uh, and that's something that i would recommend to 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 players who are you know finding it hard to make a living on the tour uh finding it hard to you know commit full time on the tour this is a semi-pro contract they give you you play a certain amount of games and they will pay you to play for them there's a lot of players um uh, in in europe who go to germany france luxembourg to play those leagues and um get paid so they do one week on in german league one week yeah. off to play in tour and that's something that we have to look at at the end there because not everyone's going to have those finances i didn't have those finances I, I know that i know what i could have controlled in my surroundings again we come back to that sponsorship thing if i'm a if i'm a sponsor and you're an individual and a team i'm going to go with the team and you know we're a small country but we have to make things happen and i just use my resources as much as i could so I'm embracing that, you know, so.
0: Yeah, so in terms of that league over in Germany, how long did you uh, play with those? And how, did that ex- how does that experience, I'm interested, compare to, obviously it's very different to playing league in Ireland, but, but what are the kind of inherent differences between those league structures and kind of the, the league structures in Ireland?
1: Um, well, what I like about um, Ireland and what, I, what, I, what, I, what I'll always say about the DLTC, they are so professional. They are absolutely so professional. I love playing for, uh, in the DLTC because they're so professional. Um, the level's fantastic in, in, in Leinster, and that's the reason why I come up there. Yeah. Um, because I've, I've done it all down in Munster, and I've, I've kind of influenced um, some players to come from Munster to play up here because the depth is fantastic. You could be playing in a Class 2 or Class 3 team, but play a former number one. Do you know what yeah, I mean? It's yeah. It's that type of mentality, and um, you know, I'll always, I'll always big up uh, the DLTc in that frame because they are so professional at the end of the day. And credit to where credits due, they're brilliant. Um, as far as difference, um, the level, the level's unbelievable. The level is a joke. You're playing top two, three hundred players, um, you know, week by week. I was fortunate enough to play position one, position two, and position four. Okay. And I swear it felt like there was no difference.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I love the clay. I love the clay. I love grinding it out as much as I can. Um, I'm like I'm like Picasso on, on clay, man. I'm like an artist. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's just so much fun. Um, and I go over now and again to play because I obviously go over to see, you know, friends and stuff like that. But I love the tennis club over there. It's like a second home as well as Nace. Um And I just love competing for them. And, um, you know, it's you're getting paid to do the job that you love. How cool is that? You know, you get your your kids and your grandkids and all, you get paid to do the job that you love. And I just think it's such a credit where if you don't have those finances, that's an opportunity that people can go down. Do you know what I mean? And that's something with definitely the level, the professionalism is still the same. And there's a a roving umpire, uh, which is great. Uh, So a roving umpire turns up to 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 rove the matches um and all matches are not on all all on at the same time so they go um one three five they finish two four six right. they finish, then the doubles okay. so it's um, it's brilliant it's really really good and what i like about it as well as is, is that it's so professional you sit down with the team afterwards and uh, the home team uh, pays for dinner so it's right. brilliant or it's it's fantastic really really good really
0: good so do you have a a a memory that stands out from your time playing leagues over there um yeah there's there's
1: definitely one um we played a team we played a team uh this look and um we were um we were i think it was we were four three or so it was something along those lines we were at a four two down after singles four-two down after singles, and we needed all three doubles to win. And we were looking at each other going, guys, what, what are we going to do here? Like, we have to get something. We have to pull it out of the bag. And I said, right, let's do this now. I want college mentality because there was um, a French guy on the team and he was playing for the number one uh, team in Division Two, and he could feel my presence. He was like, oh my God, this guy's getting me motivated straight away. And you know how Germans are. Germans are very kind of like robotic but to yeah. get these guys to get out of their comfort zone and start going, okay, Fitzy, man, okay, let's do this. Let's go off gates. And I was like, I don't know what you're saying, but I like it. Keep it going now. So it was a knock-on effect on all the three courts. We were just going nuts. We were going nuts the whole time. And, the, you know, when you play in an away crowd, there's around 100 people um, to 200 people. Uh, it depends on where you go. But, you know, they're against it. So we had six against 200. And we were just screaming the place down. We ended up winning 5-4. And their coach was throwing chairs. He was throwing benches. He w- I was laughing my head off. But again, that's the kind of thing that I love is that you're able to do that by your influence. If we went out and go, okay, guys, best of luck. That does not work. That does not work unless you have three teams that completely choke. That does not work. (laughs) You've got to be that influencer that makes things happen. You have got to have that presence about you, and you've got to have that attitude to say, we're going to win. We're going to win. I don't accept second place, simply put. So that would be it. And then I remember our manager coming up to us, and he started kissing me, and I was like, get off me, get off (laughs) me. And he was, oh man, I love you. I love you, Irishman. I was like, all right, buy me, buy me a couple of beers. You can love me then. Happy <laughs> that. So yeah, it's just brilliant. Brilliant. I love that mentality over there as well. So it's brilliant. That's definitely an experience. So yeah.
0: Yeah, so, so now you, you still play tennis now? Do you like you're still playing a good bit and
1: um, you're playing, playing DLTCs and still playing DLTCs. Uh, we were in the semis, uh, you know, unfortunately with the whole COVID nine. Yeah. Um, that had to. I, I actually don't know. They 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 put out a poll for the summer league. Uh, and yeah. They cancelled... They never. They never cancelled the winter yeah. league. Which, yeah. which is interesting. So um yeah, look um again, we're doing very well. Uh, we're doing very well now. I didn't get to play the last two or three matches because again, uh, time constraint. You know, I'm a family man now, and you know, it's my Sunday. I'm giving up. I'll play as many matches as possible but um, when they have me I'll I'll perform as much as I can and they did a great job even without me for, for the re- remainder of the, the league matches in that but you know if we are coming back for the semis you can guarantee that we're going to come out in waves uh to, to get the job done you know cuz um we we're, we we're, um we're, we won it last
0: year yeah we we did we won it last year yeah yeah we played 13. team we played say, great say, stuff. I think how do you think yeah yeah oh, we you at that game um no i didn't no I didn't go to the final No, I didn't um, you've, never, you've never seen me play no. oh, I have no, to do it no.
1: <laughs> Oh my God, you've got to see me play
0: <laughs> I, I, I will I, I will for sure um I, I think I think we're in the other semi in, in winter if it ever happens, so we, uh, we, we, we yeah. might we might see you in the final <laughs> never know
1: it could be, it could be the rematch and again yeah. um, Greystone's a great team. Um, got, got, a good, got a good depth there. Fitz, Fitzgerald Brothers, fantastic to watch. Um, highly recommend them. Um, Tommy Hamilton, I mean, yeah. the name itself. I mean, yeah. guys, guys living, living proof of being that good. Uh, just a brilliant player. And again, great club, great atmosphere. I go up to Nace. I love Nace. Yeah. Nace, gave, Nace, gave me, Nace gave me that platform. When I got home, I said, I still want to play at this high level. Uh, and I want to kick, I I I kick some butt and they gave me that opportunity it's nice, like a family to me it's brilliant absolutely brilliant the people in there man they, they've got a great coaching background they've got great personality I think that's quite important to a yeah. club if you have a great personality you're all behind each other at the end of the day they're not nitpicking at each other they're all helping each other build those building blocks and that's how they're going to become a big big club I think they're a big club now I think they'll be bigger that, that's my honest opinion I think they'll be bigger so
0: yeah I mean like it's it definitely looks like you're doing a lot of well, a lot of winning and a lot of a lot of you know, it's a big club and a lot, a lot of success across across men women and, and, and the different levels as well
1: Yeah, well, that has a lot to do with with the lads behind the scenes, the Dave Doyle's, the Brian Gardner's, uh, you know, these guys, Justin Clark's, Finnegan's, these guys are putting in the serious amount of effort with the coaching behind the scenes. And then the juniors are buying into it. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. We brought up a junior now for the the first this year and he could see the level of disappointment when we lost Fitz Fitz this year. Like, when we lost the Fitz in, in the league campaign, I yeah. didn't even sit down. I drove home. I drove home. He knew I was odd. And I lost the plot. And he, he came and goes, sorry uh, about today. You know, we didn't get it done. I goes, absolutely. that's what you want to drill into them. Not turn up and go, ah, yeah, look, that was expected. If you, if you let that happen, then when you get to the final, that's going to be a knock-on effect. Do you get what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's, yeah. it's these small things. That will will make the difference between winning and losing. These are, the, these are the things that we have to look at, these fine margins. That if you don't become an influencer on a team or have that personality, then you're gonna be just the mediocre team, simply put. So
0: Yeah, let's have a few more questions for you. Um what's the your, your favorite place you've ever played tennis in your life? Ooh.
1: Favorite place, favorite place, favorite place. Huh. Um, I, we went to um, whatchamacallit uh, Armstrong Atlantic brought us to the Miami Open okay that, that was really cool and we, we got to hit a few balls there because we were playing Lynn University out that direction that was really cool um, so we got, we got to hit a few balls there uh, for the crack it was, it was class it was absolutely unbelievable um, yeah I would say there I loved there it was, it was absolutely awesome um, loved it absolutely loved it it's great
0: and then what, what's your favourite tournaments um, even to watch apart, apart from playing what's your favourite tournaments to watch French open, French open. clay courts yeah. all the way there, there's no there's, there's no it because you don't know what's going to happen to
1: that ball for at least 23 seconds for every point because it's clay it's slower they get to slide they get to grit on the ball it's just unbelievable it's so much fun so much fun so clay 100% yeah, so what well, about you
0: you're asking more um, questions. What about you? What's my favourite tournament?
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Well, I'm a I'm a Federer fan, which which might not oh, please you if, if you're in a dial. Here we go. <laughs> Put Dan on the
1: head. Wimbledon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. Well, I don't know if I'd say Wimbledon. I was actually I was meant to go to Wimbledon this year. Um. I had kind of flights and stuff, and um. That's gonna have to wait. No. Yeah, um, yeah of course. But I don't know. I mean, obviously Wimbledon's great. It, it's probably probably what a lot of people say. <laughs> I, I the one um, event I have been to is is in London the 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 O two the the finals the end of the year, um, right? And, and that was insane. Um, I went twenty seventeen, so it was the year Federer got back to you know to, to, to really good, and I saw semis. Okay. I saw Fed play Goffin, which was a bit of a disappointing match. <laughs> but Goffin played well. Oh, he's, oh, I remember he he played he played insane. He's and then he went he got to the final and. Um, and I saw then Dimitrov beat Sock, which was a class match because I think it it was something like six four in the third, but it was yeah. it was a class match as well. Um, yeah. So, I mean, obviously that that that's well, the best event I've I've been to for sure. But you know, a massive stage and yeah,
1: um,
0: that was yeah. So hopefully next year I'll get to Wimbledon. <laughs> Fingers um, crossed, definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Have you been to Wimbledon? Nope, never. Um, that's that's on the missus list now. She
1: wants to go there, so um again that's something that we'll have to definitely look along down the road so yeah. definitely, have you, have you, definitely have you been to
0: the french have you been to have you been to roland garros no i haven't been any, any the grand slam just the miami open um, okay. that was
1: really cool. so and
0: um, and finally what's your favorite thing about tennis uh
1: competing and winning it's it it's just black and white with me i love to win i love to compete i think I love bringing the best out in people. Um, and I, again, I've had some classic matches as senior players, um, you know, and, and junior matches. But again, bringing out the best in people and letting them know that they just came short. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. it's something, you know, I, I, that's the reason why I, I like the interpro so much. Again, you get to see the best being brought out in them. Um, and again, it's, it's all at that high level. There's no disrespect. It's just proper proper high level tennis and if you're going into that situation thinking that tennis is just going to get you over the line think again you've got to compete you've got to fight you know if you don't fight then you're in you're in the wrong sport at this type of level um you know so anyone that has played me will understand uh that that, that's one of my things that i love to do i love competing and i love winning i don't i don't like second place i don't do it it's unacceptable
0: yeah yeah all right. So, uh, Paul, th- th- thanks so much for your time, for, for answering um, all those no, questions. No
1: problem. And absolute hoping your, pleasure. Hoping you and your family are doing well and hopefully we'll be all out of this, fingers crossed.
0: Yeah, the very, very same to you. All the best. A big thanks once again to Paul for his time. And thank you for listening to this episode of the Irish Tennis Updates podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the show, leave a review and tell a friend so more people could find out about the podcast. I'll talk to you again next week with another episode. Until then, I've been Adam, your host. Stay safe.